0: then and welcome back to the Real Madrid podcast and coming up today we'll look back at the midweek victory over Leganis before assessing the weekend's meeting with Real Betis and we will round up all of the latest news rumor and speculation now don't forget if you've missed any of the recent news or any of the previous 100 plus episodes of this podcast then you can get access to those via the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com Well, let's begin today by looking ahead to the weekend and Real Betis. They begin the weekend down in 15th place. And after Madrid scored five, of course, against Leganés, the forwards will be positively drooling at the thought of lining up against the team with the worst defensive record in La Liga this season. Having conceded 21 goals so far this season, 14 of those have come away from home. They've taken as well just one point on the road this season, uh, that against Osasuna back in September. Now, overall, this will be the 111th meeting between these two clubs, and although Betis have won just 25 of those since 1932, the last two victories have come at the Bernabeu, the final day of last season turned into something of an embarrassment for Real Madrid, losing 2-0. Then under Zidane again back in September of 2017, Sanabria's goal deep into injury time at the end of the game gave Betis another famous victory. However, sandwiched in between those have been some hefty defeats, 6-1 in October of 2016, 5-0 home and away in 2014 and 2015. The record remains the 7-1 win of 50 years ago this year in a game where Betis actually took the lead before Pushkas and Vrenz tore through with seven goals in 75 minutes. So, who, if any, are the players to look out for? Well, Ford Lonnon, who has emerged from the second team over the last couple of seasons... He's enjoying a very good season indeed. Seven goals and one assist, which is one more that he scored in the entire last season. Now, Nabil Fekir, after eight seasons with Lyon, made the summer move for just over 18 million. He's weighed in with three goals so far this season but is yet to provide any sis. Borja Ingletiev, who signed for £25 is having a tougher start than he perhaps expected. After scoring 39 goals in the last two seasons at Espanyol and Zaragoza, he has managed just one in La Liga so far, that against Levante. On to then the tail of the tape, the key stats between the two clubs. 11 games played, 14 goals scored for Betis. 10 games played, remember, for Real Madrid. And 21 goals scored. is 1.3 goals per game for Betis against 2.1 for Real Madrid. They're averaging Betis 11.2 attempts on goal per game against Real Madrid. 17. Possession-wise, 52.9% the average for the season for Betis. 55.8 for Real Madrid. Pass completion rate for Betis 82.3 against 87.2 for Real Madrid. Loren as we said, top scorer with seven goals. Five others have scored... Fekir, the second top scorer with three goals as for Real Madrid. Benzema with seven goals, the top scorer there, but 12 different players have scored for Real Madrid. Seven players for Betis provided assists, Emerson and and ingletiath with two each, the key providers there. Thirteen different players have provided assists for Real Madrid. The lead provider is Carvajal with four. Benzema is next with three. As for the disciplinary, 31 yellow cards. And three red for Real Betis, 19 yellow and three red for Real Madrid. Tackles per game, 12.3 for Real Betis, against 16.5 for Real Madrid. It's difficult, really, isn't it, to see anything other than a comprehensive victory here. But Madrid will need to be cautious at the back, as in the six home games they've played so far this season, they've kept only two clean sheets, and the opposition have scored seven goals here. A few injury updates in training ahead of this Betis game. James Rodriguez won't be ready in time. He has only just come back after the birth of his son from earlier this week. Gareth Bale was back in training today, but not outside with the rest of the squad. He's been training in the gym. The injury is still being kept under wraps. Uh, Zidane's just finished his pre-match press conference. He said we must be ready for a complicated game this weekend. He was asked quite a lot, actually, on Gareth Bale. He said, this topic is very old. Bale, he said, is in training, getting back to full fitness. He was questioned on whether or not he could convince Gareth Bale to stay at Real Madrid. He said, he's here. I don't need to convince him of anything. He is training. He is not yet ready for selection. Moving on to Rodrigo and Vinicius. He said, Rodrigo is just 18 years of age. He must be calm and prepared at all times. He is playing. Vinicius isn't. It is important that Vinicius continues to work hard and be prepared. On whether he has a plan A, B or C, he said, I don't have either. He said, every few days, I must leave out quality players. I must count on everybody. I try to pick the best players. This can change. I certainly don't have an A, B or C team. Questioned on resting, Casemiro, he said, is in a difficult position at the moment as he does his job so well and there are very few players who can do what he does. I'm not sure if he is at the best point in his career. If he says he is, then that is great. We just want him to remain the way he is. And so then to that midweek victory over Leganes, where it all started so very well with two goals in the opening 10 minutes, and it just got better and better as the night wore on. A beautiful A to pull it out, flayed it in again for
1: Big Benz, nicely. Looking, looking, Hazard, retreats to Marcelo, caressed Benzema, back to the middle and sliding in is the youngster rodrigo a beautiful goal and real madrid in front Magisterio, team football from los blancos again and off to the races hazard wide benzema driving in karim trying to slow oh. him down and it's tony cross almost a mirror image two nothing madrid he's in and he's around, but touched by Soriano. It looked like he might have gotten the ball, but he's not arguing a penalty for Real Madrid. Second try for Ramos. The stutter, the strike, and this one rolled home into the far corner. 3-0 Real Madrid. Marcelo stepping up. Benzema on the left. Oh, in, in the it. middle for Modric. Tripped up, and Omarua. Commits the foul. Patience from Modric pays off with a penalty. Not just patience, Phil. It's skipping the light, fantastic, from a magnificent footballer. Up the penalty chance for Karim Benzema, who does not hesitate, collecting his seventh goal of the season, tied for the league lead, and Real Madrid in cruise control. For Modric Spots kind of a howl. Whips to the middle. The header to the corner. And now he can celebrate his first goal for Real Madrid. And look at this service again. This tremendous ball. And finally, Jovic
0: sinks it. Well, the victory over Leganés was very much expected, but reaping the benefits of his opportunity taken was Rodrigo, who scored his second goal at the Bona first from the starting 11. But it was his overall contribution which drew the praise. He covered 11.6 kilometres during the course of the game. And uh, as was pointed out as well, that is a contribution more akin to a midfield player than a forward. On where he plays, he said, listen, today I started on the right, but left all right. It doesn't really matter to me. I will enjoy both. Everything is going very quickly for me here. It's not as I thought it perhaps would be, but I am very, very happy. Well, the other view offered is that this isn't good news for Vasquez or indeed Bale, and it puts more pressure as well on Vinicius. It was a great week, really, all told for Rodrigo. He was called up to the Brazilian national team for the upcoming games against Argentina and South Korea. Sergio Ramos retaken penalty, made it a goal in every one now of his 16 seasons he's played in the Liga. Beginning, of course, with Sevilla. 60 goals now with Real Madrid. Two for Sevilla. The 26th of September 2004 is when he scored his first goal. That was for Sevilla in a 2-1 victory over Sothia Dad. His other goal for Sevilla, bizarrely, was against Real Madrid just before he moved. Now, his first Real Madrid goal was actually in the Champions League against Olympiacos in December of 2005. His first La Liga goal was away to Malaga the 11th of December 2005. But the record he has of those 60 goals with Real Madrid is still way behind Hierro's record of 106 now, with all the focus on Rodrigo, let's not forget there was a significant burden lifted from the shoulders of Luka Jovic as he scored his first Madrid goal. It's been a long, old wait. His last club goal was against Chelsea in Europa League back on the 9th of May. But in 20 minutes, he scored one, had three attempts on goals, supplied eight completed passes and didn't lose the ball once. And that impressed everybody that was watching even the harshest of the critics Zidane's view after the game he said we scored two in the first 10 minutes it made things easier I'm happy for Rodrigo and Jovic especially him because he needed that goal Casemiro added as we started out brilliantly in the first 20 minutes we did everything the coach asked of us during the course of the week On Rodrigo, he added, let's not forget he's 18 years of age. We shouldn't put too much pressure on him. He is a kid, really. He is showing that he's got great quality, but we shouldn't rush him. On Jovic, he said he works very hard every day and we see him scoring lots of goals in training. His time will come. And on his own game, he said, I'm enjoying a very, very good time in my career. I want to play as much as I possibly can. I do rest more in between games, but I'm here to play. And he's certainly been doing that, hasn't he? He's played all bar 30 minutes against Levante this season. And what about Benzema? Well, seven goals and three assists now for the season. He returns to the top of the Liga scoring charts. And in his career at the Bernabeu, there's no other place that he likes doing it more. 105 assists and 100 goals. And he sits now in sixth on the all-time Madrid scoring charts, 229 goals. And that total is also a very significant one because he overtakes the 228 goals scored by Thierry Henry at Arsenal, which means that no other French player in history has scored more goals with the same club than him. Now, Rodrigo popped up in an interview in Brazil. He was talking about the first time he met with Zidane. He said, when I met him... I started to shake, he said, though from the beginning he has treated me really well and taught me a great deal. At the beginning when I got injured, I was very low, bordering on depressed, he said. But he came in every day to the medical centre to talk and cheer me up and that was really important for me. Asked if there was anybody in the squad who inspired him. Yes, he said, Casemiro, without doubt. He said, seeing him work hard as he does every day, having achieved all that he has, is a real inspiration. And has he fully adapted then to life in Madrid? He said, well, almost 100%. He said, the city is amazing. The club is the best in the world. So adapting hasn't really been that difficult. Uh, let's have a look at some of the stories making the news and rumour columns. Madrid have got their eyes, it said, firmly fixed on another young Brazilian. Edison's his name, the 20-year-old midfield player from Cruzeiro, who scored his first senior goals this week away at Corinthians and against Botafogo on Halloween night. He said he is available at around €25 million euro should they want to sell. Barcelona, Bayern Munich and Juventus also interested his contract runs until 2023 james rodriguez's fortunes had looked to have turned at the start of this season well once again it said he's now drifting and with that comes more speculation about his future with arsenal apparently being ready to make a bid in january a potential destination of course if he wants to be playing as opposed to sitting on the bench Now, midfield reinforcements are still on the agenda. The latest to be linked with a potential move. 22-year-old Swiss international Dennis Zakaria, who's currently at Borussia Mönchengladbach in Bundesliga, who are having a fabulous season. Remember, they sit on top of Bundesliga at present. He's been at the club for three seasons now and is beginning to acquire a real following of clubs including Bayern Munich, Milan and indeed Chelsea. He cost cost Gladbach just €12 million Euro when he signed from Young Boys back in 2017. His contract runs until 2022, a fee in the region of €45 million Euro will be expected for him. And staying in Bundesliga, Kai Havertz, a Leverkusen player who in Germany they've likened for quite a while actually to Michael Ballack is also the focus of renewed interest, although he's never really not been of interest. He's still, remember, just 20 years of age and he's already achieved so much. He's approaching 100 games at Leverkusen in Bundesliga. This week it'll be his 97th appearance and he's scored 26 goals in that time. And remember, he's been capped as well seven times and he's scored as well for the national team. His contract runs until 2022, but it's felt... But after completing his fourth season at Leverkusen, he will feel that the time is right to move on. And again, staying in Bundesliga, keep an eye on Julian Weigl's situation at Dortmund, the 24-year-old who's in his fourth season there, is thinking that the time might be right as well for him to move on in the summer. And Dortmund might want to cash in on the player who has just one year of his deal left after completing this season. And that just about wraps it up then for today. Don't forget, we will be back on Tuesday next week to look back at the weekend and ahead to the Champions League meeting with Galatasaray at Bernabeu next Wednesday. Do enjoy the game wherever you're watching it over the course of the weekend. And don't forget, you can follow us on iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and you can catch up with all of the previous episodes of this podcast via the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com. Have a great weekend. Until next week from me, Tim Capel. Bye bye.